talking heads to our Woo-hoo! very first podcast <laughs> episode. Oh, this is both terrifying and exciting at the same time. Right. <laughs> uh, so the, we are History Bucket, the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Caroline. And I'm Jesse. And we're going to give a little breakdown about what the podcast is and who we are. And then we're going to get into all the fun bucket stuff and figure out what we're going to pull out of the bucket today. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so um, we are two best friends who met in Florida. So our first, um, our first season, how we're going to break our podcast down is we're going to do seasons of different crap that you can find in a history bucket. We've got UFOs and cryptids and true crime and murder and haunted places and weird shit, just everything in the bucket. It's not a smorgasbord. It's just, just a bucket. A bucket. Also, just I realized this entire time I've been like nodding my head to agree with you and like yeah, nobody no. can see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jess is going to have to learn how to talk because this is not a video podcast. <laughs> we, we both know I know how to talk. <laughs> exactly. Um, so our first season is going to be Florida. We'll talk, and each episode will be a little bit something different about Florida, little haunted places, little uh, history. history about stuff. We're going to make sure um, everything is as correct as possible. <laughs> we will try to make sure. Florida has some very weird names, so we're going to yes. have to check the pronunciation, even though we're from here. Exactly. Because North Florida and South Florida pronounce things very different. <laughs> Even Central Florida to North Florida, things pronounced are different. Yeah. So, um, and so that's where we're gonna we're gonna go from there. And today's first episode, we're just gonna kind of introduce ourselves, introduce the podcast, and we're gonna each give off our two favorite stories of kind of our local stories to us, like our personal stories in Florida that kind of resonate or happen to us or something like that. So, Jesse, would you like to introduce yourself? Um. I mean, there's not much to say. I'm a relatively simple person. I have a degree in film, so I'm a bit of a film nerd. Um, but before that, I will say I was majoring in archaeology. So, like, I love history. Oh. I love weird shit. You know, yeah, weird shit is what got me into it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say so I was like, I think we all had that ancient Egyptian, Greek, Roman phrase when we were a kid. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. I, definitely don't have a pyramid tattooed on my ankle like not at all uh, not at all definitely not one not. bit Absolutely no not um or a space egg <laughs> space egg am so i planning I, on a mothman tattoo perhaps <laughs> absolutely like why if everybody doesn't bless themselves with mothman how is he supposed to rule the world i know right he can't uh, warn us about things <laughs> what he's there for Muffman. That's all I can think of is that TikTok sound is Muffman. Muffman. I'm Caroline. Um, I do have a degree, but it is not anything close to cool. It's an American Sign Language interpreting. I'm sorry, that is very cool. <laughs> I don't use it, so it's 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 my oh, yeah, because cool. I use mine. <laughs> hey, if you, you have a pot. We have a podcast about weird stuff. Maybe a film will come into it at some point. Who knows? Um. And I also had that ancient Egyptian, Roman, Greek god phase. I wanted to be an archaeologist. I wanted, like, history's always been my thing. I would much prefer to be in a museum than at the beach. That's just kind of who we are. So we decided that we were going to share our fascinations with 
the hopefully more than five people that listen to this podcast that are also our friends and or related to us exactly exactly (laughs) we are trying to reach outside of our current social circle um so with that all started in the breakdown of our lovely podcast i think jesse you are time to tell us your story what's going to be first we need to talk about where we stand on like ghosts, UFOs, cryptids, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Where do you stand? This way, this way people know our biases going in. Okay. Yeah. Um, where do you stand on all your on all things weird? So like I believe in ghosts. Okay. Same. I don't believe that all hauntings are real though. Like no. you gotta prove that shit to me. Mm-hmm. Like I have one that like I re- like one of my my story today, like I remember hearing the stories, could not find proof about anything. <laughs> it's that through the grapevine kind of shit that's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just now a, a Technically, both of my stories are through the grapevine. Okay. But, like, one I knew wasn't real. So, like, but, like, with <laughs> other ghost stuff, I'm like, no, no, no. No, 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 you gotta prove that shit to me. Give, like, give me proof. Give it's me evidence. Proof or nothing. I want... I want the ghost to kick me in the face. Not for real, though. Because, like, that would be hard to explain. <laughs> well, Shane, come on, me goat man. <laughs> that kind of, I would that never. Kind of, I would never, absolutely not. But I know, personally, let the viewer, let the listeners know that you are thoroughly obsessed with UFOs. Oh, I am. I'm pretty sure I've seen at least two. Yeah. Like, I have a UFO tattoo. Yeah. Like, that's how obsessed with UFOs I am. I don't think ancient aliens existed. Okay. I so think that just... I think that's like an insult to prehistoric cultures and like ancient cultures and stuff like that to be like they weren't smart enough to make this. So, but do you believe that historical ancient civilizations were smarter than our current civilizations? <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a loaded question. That is a topic for a later we episode. Be dumb. <laughs> we do be dumb. We created we computers we went to space, but we can't, you know, pyramids. Anyway, I, I they, we, they, they still have buildings standing and we'll like have a strong breeze come by and it's like, ah, oh, the building is gone. Oh no, there goes that bridge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, what about you and UFOs? Okay. So I'm a little bit backwards on yours. I am hesitant on the UFOs. I don't, I know there's proof and I know there's like you've seen some stuff. I'm a little bit more hesitant on the UFO kind of front. It's not that I don't believe because there's no way that we're not the yeah, exactly. only intelligent life out there, right? But I can't also think that a, a more intelligent life is going to be like, what's happening on that stupid planet? Because like, come on, we're not that great. Which is exactly <laughs> why I think they haven't made contact is they're like, oh, they still be dumb. Like, yeah, we- we we're not ready yet um so we are not there's other life out there most likely have we been visited probably i just you know i need a little bit more evidentiary support now on the ghosts and like the hauntings and that kind of stuff i honestly feel a lot more strongly about it i definitely feel like i've either encountered or like have felt the vibe it's always that vibe right like you walk into a place and you're like the vibe before the vibe's off like, the, the, the vibe is not right. This is there's something the vibe happening is a little here. dead. Yeah, it's feeling a little paranormal over here. So, <laughs> so 
Like I've definitely walked into places because I, uh, being a history buff, most of the, those are the things that I do while going on vacation. Like people go to New Orleans and drink on Bourbon Street. I go to New Orleans and visit cemeteries. Like those are the differences. So you go and find a vampire speakeasy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. As a vampire, I believe that they're, you know, are places for us. So I just, those. <laughs> Which those is so are... funny because that leads me to the next one is like cryptid and supernatural things like vampires and Bigfoot. As a person who, like, got Father Sebastian custom things fit to my mouth, I absolutely believe a thousand percent. <laughs> is it a, like, actual living dead zombie kind of thing? Probably not, no. But, like, a spiritual thing, definitely. Okay. Definitely not. It's, you're, yeah. You're, you're a spiritual vampire. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's one of those things. Like, it's, it's a lifestyle that you can connect to. Do I believe that there are some people rising up out of them graves. So I can't, you can't cross anything out. You can't cross anything out of the world. That's how exactly how everything is. But yeah, that's where I stand with a lot of cryptids. Like there are some where I'm like, no, that's dumb. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're, mm. you're, you're dumb. Like, like there are some ones like, like it, how, how that strong and or a high were you? Were you? Yeah. I need, I need an explanation, but then the others ones are like, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Like possibly. there, there are some native American ones that I'm like wholeheartedly. I'm like, I believe you. I believe your culture. I don't like even saying its name because of it. <laughs> like, and then you have like and then they're like Bigfoot and like I want Nessie to exist, but I don't believe Nessie would exist in Loch Ness. Yeah, I feel um, like it would be more realistic that there's like an unknown creature in the ocean. Oh yeah. With how much we haven't explored of the ocean, that there is way more of uh, probability there um than anything else. But but yeah, so I think on so the like spectrum I'm 50-50. Yeah. So I would say UFOs, I'm I'm 70, 30, 30, like, you know, eh, a okay. little weird. Um, ghosts, 100%, 100% the vibe, 100%, I'm, I'm there. Cryptids, uh, I would say 50, 50 too. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm very 50, 50 on the cryptids. It depends on the cryptid, it depends on the place, it depends on the sightings, like... Yeah, we're, we're, we, uh, my mother is a marine biology teacher. She's been like a scientist, like mindset her whole entire life. Like I'm mm-hmm. here for the evidentiary support, but I'm also here for a vibe. Like it's real hard to differentiate between the two. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm here for support, but I'm also like mm, the vibes off and I'm here for the vibe. Yeah. So no, I, I get that. All right, so with all of that said and done, what is your first my, story? Tell me my about- first story is from when I lived out in Pensacola for college, which, okay. by the way, so I wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. I texted my friend last night who also went to UWF. She was a senior when I was a freshman. And I was like, hey, I'm recording for the podcast tomorrow, and I just wanted to know your opinion on something. UWF, haunted or no? And she was just like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, so, because same. Okay. So, like, Pensacola is, I'm not going to go into Pensacola. Uh, that's for another episode but uh one of the big ones while we were there like as freshmen everybody heard about coon hill cemetery okay and coon hill is technically in i think like jay florida or something like it's outside of pensacola but it's a dead town so Mm. it's like basically in the middle of fucking nowhere in order Mm. to get there you have to park 
outside of a like off of a dirt road like you have to park on the side of a regular road that leads Sounds to a gated Florida. dirt road yep. you have to jump over the dirt road and then you have to walk or <laughs> jump over the uh the little metal barricade they put up because people kept going when they shouldn't and then so you, have you to... jump over the thing that's supposed to be keep people out got it Continue. exactly got it and then you then you then you decide and this is why I never went this was the this was the point <laughs> that unsold me so fast was you have to walk over two miles on this dirt road what to get to the cemetery okay like there are places <laughs> that are much more accessible for hauntings exactly <laughs> i'm like the entire seville quarter where we go clubbing every thursday night is haunted and y'all want to walk two over two miles in the dark i don't think in florida I don't think so. Yeah. In a forest? No. No. No, no, no. I got in Florida, rules. you've got serial killers out there. You've got panthers out there. You've I'm got like, bugs out there. We have bugs. a haunted <laughs> forest on campus that we could go walk in if you wanted to. Like, I'm not walking two fucking miles to a cemetery, but continue on the yeah. cemetery. <laughs> so the cemetery, they go through, like, once you get there, it's like, it's not a super big cemetery, but it's an old cemetery. Okay. Like how, how I think it. So the town kind of died about a hundred years ago or so. Okay. And the okay. cemetery was from before then. So it's not only old, but it's been like left alone, except mm. for by freshman students at UWF going and being assholes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> love that for a freshman at college. <laughs> Why don't love it, don't love it for the grave, right? I don't love it for the graveyard, honestly. That was no, another reason not. where I was like, can we not go like piss off dead people where they're supposed yeah. to be sleeping? Like, I know exactly. I'm not happy when I get woken up. It's the vibe, man. It's it the, is the vibe. It's the vibe. And <laughs> so there are a couple like people have claimed want people have claimed to get photos of like ghosts and stuff there. I could not find a damn one. Then I, uh, I've heard about uh, little girls singing, like the sound of little, of course, you know, creepy stuff. And yeah. then there supposedly was a witch that was hung on the trail because she mm -hmm. was a witch. Of course. Yeah. And so there's like a little brick wall that surrounds the cemetery. It's like four feet high. Mm -hmm. And they say that if you start at the iron gate and you walk all the way around, um, that you'll get pushed off at some point by the witch. Oh, I don't know how they know it's specifically the witch, the witch and not, and not your some, poor balance. And, well, that or just some other pissed off ghost being like, bitch, get off the wall. Like you're loitering in my cemetery. I need you hey, just get, to off, get off, off my, my lawn. lawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, so, it's an old man who's just like, mm, that's exactly what it is. I'm here for it. Like I wasn't able to find any photos. Cause I was like, I, when you told me last night that you had like done actual research, I was like, <laughs> I need to like do something. But like, I, I tried finding like photos and stuff. And it all I could find is like little tiny paragraphs and like touristy information. So were like reports of disembodied voices have been heard and felt unseen hands and seen mysterious orbs. Even satanic rituals have been reported in the cemetery. And I'm like, that's like, it's like, it's like every desolate place that's, it's just like you take an abandoned place 
and it's like you throw all the seasonings on it and then like poof now it's haunted oh we've heard some people talking we've seen some orbs oh let's throw a satanic person in there but like has there ever actually truly probably been a satanic ritual in any half of these places we're going to talk no, about no it's podcast? probably just somebody hearing about a satanic ritual and is like oh i'm gonna go spray paint a pentacle exactly exactly i i am excited to think in this series of like finding legitimate places that have been like satanic like the i can exactly like i very rarely like there's the one in jacksonville school 10 that we'll eventually talk about no school well that's that's my next one is school four because i grew up hearing about that one yeah school 10 school four yeah it's a number it's it's you know i I drove past it every day downtown yep (laughs) But okay, so while doing my half-assed research, because I was like, oh shit, I have to live up to Caroline, I found I found the story and I was like, oh, Caroline's gonna love this. It's oh, an here. interview from a guy who was there with a bunch of his friends. Okay. Probably a freshman from UWF. Obviously. Um, so the title is Who Dares Enter Coon Hill Cemetery? It says disembodied voices, satanic rituals, and invisible attacks have been reported. This is from uh, Backpack First, by the way. Okay. But Santa Rosa's native, Gerald, had an experience unlike any he's read about. My friends and I started our own club. He started somewhat sheepishly. Well, not a club, but like a group about paranormal happenings in our area, which in Pensacola, there are a lot. Um, we've heard about so many people, uh, we've heard from so many people that Coon Hill Cemetery was haunted that we agreed to meet there one night to investigate. It was a Saturday night and I fully admit we were there when we weren't, when the, when the cemetery gates were closed to the public. We found a way in, but I won't tell anybody as I don't want to be a bad influence, he said with a devilish grin. I love how these articles are written about ghost shit. Oh yeah. Anyway, we walked through the cemetery holding lit white candles why right so you telling me you didn't bring one flashlight on that two mile trek also who's holding a candle nowadays are you an old victorian (laughs) child like are you trying to make the ghosts feel at home like oh they didn't have electricity so let me light my candle right like kids can fight like no i don't believe this exactly Uh, okay so it was Usually while we were, ex- uh, usually when we're examining a haunted location, we split up to the far corners to cover the most ground. This is where I'm going to start using a very condescending tone because I know what he says. A couple of the chicks in the group were claiming that they didn't want to be alone in the cemetery. They said they were starting to feel stick to their stomachs, but the rest of us ignored it. They like to be dramatic sometimes. Oh, God. And I was like, okay, way to be a dick. <laughs> way to be a frat guy my guy let's move exactly. on exactly and so so we split up and i was at the southernmost part of the cemetery listening for voices when it began to rain our friend ben called out to meet in the middle what okay i'm sorry you're in the middle of the forest in the middle of a cemetery in pitch black darkness with a fucking candle <laughs> how do you know which south what, do you have a compass on you? How you know? It could have been, he's like, oh, this this is the back part of the cemetery. So it's south. That's that's my brain. But like what? Like it's there's there's he was no, there's the no compass. Zipper. <laughs> With his dimly, but it's raining, so he can't see it. 
listen, I don't know. I just work here. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm critiquing the story and I'm. Oh, I know. It, gets, it gets better, dude. It oh, gets so it gets better? better. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Let's continue. My, burn, my friend Ben called out to meet in the middle to evaluate the situation. The two girls chimed in and they said they wanted to go home. Michael was inclined to agree, but only because he feared our gear would get damaged. Bull fucking shit. You were like, it's raining and it's dark and I don't want to fucking be out here. And it's a two mile walk back to our car. Trying to walk two miles. <laughs> exactly. You gotta walk. If you get the shit scared out of you while you're there, you gotta walk two miles back in the forest to get to your car. This is my thing. It's like, it's not like, I'm gonna walk back. It's like, and and like, if you're truly scared, you're gonna run with a quickness. Yeah, but I've never run two miles (laughs) straight in my life. Okay, so like, if a murderer is chasing me after 15 minutes, I'm gonna be like, we need just, just say, just kill me. I'm done. I'm tapped out. Just, just continue. I'm anyway. looking for a hiding place before I'm running two miles. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And also, if you really think about it, um, if they really wanted to, why would the ghost not chase you? Because what? Hmm, people get Exactly. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we stood there arguing for a few minutes when we all heard thunder overhead. Immediately, the girls declared they were leaving and marched off. Gerald said, clearly annoyed. They were right after, since what happens next. Okay. Uh, the three of us were still debating about what to do when out of nowhere, a bolt of lightning came crashing down. It struck an above ground casket, not 10 feet away from us. I'm gonna call bullshit. Oh, just wait, it gets better. Bullshit. Um, Michael and Ben yelped and ran after the girls, but I had been the closest to the bolt, and the force and shock of it had knocked me down to the ground. When I stood up, I was the only one left in the cemetery. The noise had been so loud, I turned to examine the damage. I gasped, seeing that part of the stone lid of the casket had been blasted away. He gestured wildly, which I don't know if that's just like hands waving. But that was nothing compared to what was inside it. What did you see? A cat that wasn't a cat. He said simply, it had a black face like a panther with large eyes that glowed through the darkness. It had a cat's nose and whiskers, but there was something eerily human about the way it looked at me i stood transfixed until he growled at me and i ran out of there screaming i avoid that part of santa rosa from now on okay i have i have so many (laughs) questions i have just the enormous amount of questions one um to my knowledge am i correct that the uh college you went to is a film school correct no okay regular university Okay, um, I need to know what their majors were because this sounds like top tier bullshit. Oh, um, well, it's funny because their best one, like when I was there, was like computer engineering and shit like that. Yeah, okay, because um, marine guess, biology, marine biology, <laughs> so okay, so a lightning bolt strikes this above ground casket. It truly depends on the type of ground, type of cemetery type of religion all of these head nod head nod all of these things that are going to have an above ground cemetery in pensacola like i'm not saying it's not feasible it is because that area i feel like if i remember if i remember like pictures that i have seen of coon hill that there weren't many above ground cemeteries 
or uh graves yeah and if it is it's going to have like a secured like something on top of it it's not just going to be a stone thing anyway not the well it might have been because it is an old fucking cemetery might have maybe i'm not going to discredit it i don't see my thing is i'm like out of all of the trees in the forest around you it picked a stone casket that's totally scientifically possible you know no and then there was a black cat it was it, i'm sorry it's a black fucking cat like it, i saw a large black panther like thing it's a cat it's, it's it's a black cat it's a black cat in the casket that was just struck by lightning does that seem feasible to anybody no what happens is is you guys got the shit scared out of you by a bright ass flash of lightning in the sky your friends left you and then you had to come up with a reason as to why you bolted your ass fucking out of there when you realized you were alone. Also, and you're like, in, it was a cat. Like a cat this, that like looked at me like a human. In all of this, how has your candle not gone out if it's raining? sitting there running with his hand in front of the candle also i want to know like did they have did they have the candles on like the little stands that like the victorian women walk through did they just have like a thick ass pillar thick ass pillar candle just in their hands walking around and you said that it started raining there's no way that with all of your gear and all of this stuff how are you holding a candle and holding all your gear it's still lit how is the candle still lit i mean like oh it's ridiculous but yeah so that's a that's a coon hill cemetery that i heard all about when i was in college but never fucking went because no (laughs) i I love it i love it okay so mine is um not as i would say kind of weird but easily explainable because i'm an idiot okay (laughs) um so my first story is about Pasadena, Florida. So if you don't know anything about Pasadena, which most people actually don't, unless you're from Florida. <laughs> Me, honestly, I don't exactly. even know. I feel like it's what it's between here and Orlando, right? So it's actually just north of Deltona where I grew up. Okay. So it's this tiny, tiny plot of land in between Deltona and Deland. Mm-hmm. And it was founded um, by this guy named George P. Colby in 1875, and it is considered the, um, let us say, what does it say? Uh, the spiritualist capitalism of the world, or psychic capital of the world. Uh, so all of these okay. people, oh yeah, so like all of these people who are psychics and mediums and all people who feel this kind of sort of connection to psychic, uh, like the psychic realm, I guess, flocked to Casadega because this guy, George P. Colby, um, who was a, a medium at the time in 1875, he was from New York, from Casadega, New York, he set up a, a spiritualist camp there. And he had a vision of one of his spirit guides, a Native American um, woman. Let me get her name real quick before I say it's it. It's always a Native American. That's always, what white always. people love to use. Yep. Uh, Seneca, if I'm saying that correctly, I hope so. Seneca was this Native American spiritual guide he had. And he, 
she told him that he needed to go out and, you know, do all these spiritual things. So he used to travel around, give readings, do seances, you know, the normal spiritual thing. So Seneca told her, told him that he needed to find a, a place in Florida for people to go and, you know, be spiritual and have this real connection to the earth. So there's a place near Casadega in Orange, Orange City called Blue Springs. It's a natural spring. Um, has like, you know, how as most places in Florida that have springs, you know, the aquifer comes up, there's a natural spring. It's a beautiful place. Been there yep. a million times in my life. Um, and so it was near there that, and it was very similar to the place where I bet, I guess, George saw Seneca for the first time when he was in Illinois. He was being baptized in Illinois and he saw this vision of Seneca when he was being baptized. Um, I'm not sure. I was just saying, I feel that, like that's what, a little contradictory to what a baptism, baptism is. is. Right. It, you know, it doesn't say, it just says he was baptized and he saw this lady. So, so it was very similar to like what he, the area of what he was baptized and saw Seneca for the first time. So he ended up buying this like 35 acres of land right outside of that area and called it Casadega for the city in New York. So now it is I was still- wondering, I'm like, how did we get Casadega from a dude whose last name was Colby? Yeah, so it's based off of the place where he originally had his first spiritual camp in New York. So it's named there. And it became this Casadega, the second Casadega spiritualist camp. And it, um, it eventually became a city. Um, in 1991, it was deemed historical district. And it is still heavily populated with psychics and mediums and people who are connected to the psychic realm consistently visit there and it is just literally one of those like if you drive through it you'll miss it you blink kind of places oh yeah i mean 35 you, in florida yeah you can miss 35 acres in like no yeah no time at all it's not it's like it's just a small little sleepy town covered in like the big like oak trees with the mm-hmm. moss like it's a i'm very, sure it's probably fucking beautiful it's gorgeous and i and so the reason i'm talking about this specific place is because i used to drive through casadega to go to community college every day I used to drive through, I used, it's kind of on the outskirts because if you, you have to drive through, like there was a split in the road. So if you, I turned right to go towards my college, if you turn left, you were right there in Casadega. But I would drive through the outskirts of it and kind of go through the city pretty often. And every day for like a year and a half, I would see the same crow every day. It would be in different spots. Okay, listen to me though. It's not, <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's fine. No. It sounds so dumb, right? And I was like, I've seen the same crow every day. And the reason I knew it was the same crow, because he had- That was going to be my question. I'm like, how did how did you how know, know it was the same, same crow? crow? He had this kind of like oddly shaped beak. So it was just a little bit off. So like, it wasn't completely, you know how crows have that kind of very specific like pointy peak? Yeah. It was a little, just a little bit off. And so I, I was- 16 or 17 at the time so like I was stupid and I was going to community college (laughs) like as like I think I wasn't stupid I wasn't stupid until I turned like 23 and then I became a little bit smarter like I was generally smart but like overall I was just dumb oh yeah I mean same yeah so but I probably still am but you know fully believed this crow was following me around right like, I just thought that that everywhere I went, I just, this fucking crow was there. Like, because I thought this fucking crow was following me. I thought it was the stupidest thing. And then I, you know, when I became older and I realized probably just fucking lived in the area and had a nest there. And... 
like had nothing to do with the fact that it was Castega or the spiritualist or anything you like that. thought the crow was a sign. Like, I did. The crow was I a did. sign from Casadega. Like, I thought it was, like, this whole thing. Like, it was just, like, I, like, there's no way I keep seeing the same crow every day on my way to school. Every day. I was, like, it had to be a sign. It has to be this. It has to be something. And on the days that I didn't see the crow, like, I felt like stuff, like, bad stuff happened. Like, I failed the test or I, you know, I got stuck in traffic or my car get hit. The crow is your good luck charm. Yeah. So, like, I, I fully believe that this crow was fucking following me for a year and a half, right? It wasn't until I was older and I, like, I thought back on my thought process and it was like, Caroline, he probably lives in the fucking area. Like, he's, you know, birds was, have places they live. It was the equivalent of a bones or a no bones day. It was exactly. a crow or a no crow day. <laughs> he was my noodle. So, um, but yeah, so that, like, it probably had nothing to do with Casadega. It had probably nothing to do with anything, um, but that is my, that is my college story. Cause with, in college, like nothing happens in Deltona, nothing happens in Orange City and Deland. Like Deland has a lot more history, um, than Deltona does. Uh, it's a, it's a lot, the history is richer. There's not as many scary stories and stuff, but there's just a lot more history advice there. So I always used to tell people I was from Deland and not Deltona just because, I wanted to be someplace that was cool. Oh, that's and had like has like, to have like Jacksonville versus St. Augustine. Saint yeah, exactly. Augustine like, I'm from St. Augustine. Bitch, you from Jacksonville? Just I wanted like, to be it's from like Saint Augustine. people from Orange Park are like, oh yeah, I'm from Jacksonville. No, you're not. You're, you're from, not. Orange from Orange Park. Park. Stay in your yeah. fucking lane. Yeah, exactly. It was that kind of thing. But yeah, so that's that's. And the thing is, is like there are there are haunting like stories and stuff because there's technically not um, a cemetery in Casadega. You think there would be because it was technically a spiritualist camp, but there is this chair called the Devil's Chair in Casadega. So it has this big, you know, rumor history mill thing around it. It's this big stone chair, and people said that if you went and sat in the chair, you'd be visited by the devil, and people would like get up from the chair and have scratch marks on them or stuff like that. I felt, you know, the vibe was off when they not got in the because chair. It's a stone chair at all. Not not the stone chair. Not the fact that it's you know you know probably not sanded very well you know but people also would say like if you left a beer on the chair overnight you would come back and it wouldn't be open but it would be empty and that just sounds like an alcoholic is having a free fucking time this is florida exactly (laughs) i was like it wasn't one of those things where it's like oh yeah like uh that's that's not explainable at all. No, it's like some alcoholic who figured out how to like op- uh, not open a beer, but open the oh, beer yeah. and drink it. Oh yeah. So, but that was like, there's like this big, big cast around this thing called the devil's chair in Casadega. And so, cause because of all the spiritualists and the mediums and the connection and everything like that, there's, you know, obviously some kind of mystic thing around it. People, you know, for a long time thought that everybody at Casadega were Satanists and you know the Satan scare happened oh, yeah. and all that kind of things but Ooh, it's the 1980s yeah it's fun communism anyway um communism. 
what? It was like the same thing. It was because like the Red Scare was really influential. With yeah, no, thing. I know. It's just the way how you were like, <laughs> we were talking about the fucking satanic panic and you're like, communism. communism. <laughs> Sparkle sound effect. <laughs> like it's, like, it all flows into each other in, in that kind of historic thing. But like, it's, it's literally been a thing since 1875. And it's just, it's a really cool little part of history that not a, pe- a lot of people know of in Volusia County. So I'm, I'm glad, um, that my crow has nothing to do with it, but I was able to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my dumbass little oh, crow's following me. It's a sign. No, bro, it's just a crow who lives there. It's fine. <laughs> so, so my next one is kind of short, just because it's it's school four in Jacksonville. Yeah. It's the Annie Little School. We heard all, especially in high school, it was let's go to the Annie, let's go to school four at night. Blah 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 blah. It is illegal to fucking do. Like you need, you need police permission to get onto the property and it's surrounded by huge, I, I want to film there so fucking bad. It's so gorgeous. It's so so gorgeous because the, the old school auditorium, which is in the center of the building, the roof has entirely caved in. So like, there's like grass and like trees and shit growing in there, but then you still have the fucking like decimated theater stage. Oh, it's so pretty. And I want to film there so bad. Yeah, um, continue. <laughs> not the point at all. It's gorgeous. You're not you're not supposed to be there unless you have permission, permission. like written permission and like a yeah. police escort because you could get hurt. Like this it place is. is like falling apart. It is, yes. Um so this school closed, I think it was in like the 1970s because mm-hmm. weird enough, my aunt went there for elementary school. Whoa. Yeah. So my aunt went there for like the first two years of elementary school before it closed. So that's how I know that it like, isn't like some ancient, like from the 1950s. (laughs) But there's no Victorian people with the white candles. Yeah. There's no, there's no candles. We had electricity at this point. Okay, good. (laughs) Still had the old school projectors that they still use today in school. Oh, overhead projectors. Nobody uses those anymore. Uh, No, not at all. Mm, um no. but Nobody no did. so yeah. the the rumors were there were two specific ones and it was the the janitor that used to work there this is the reason these are the reasons why the school closed and how it's why it's haunted Ooh. um is that the janitor that worked there would kidnap children and take them down to the boiler room and put them in the boiler to use as fuel okay Okay. okay, and then I the other one, yeah, yeah, no, okay. well, the other I'll one is along a similar vein. This one was the principal would kidnap children, okay, and take them down to the boiler room and eat them. Okay, Honestly, obviously, the- none of this is true. There's oh. no historical evidence for any of this <laughs> because if children was started going fucking missing. Oh yeah, that was like right when people would start like worrying about kids was right around that time. Oh yeah, because that's when like Serial Killer Central was happening in the 70s and shit like that. Like, yeah, so many dead people. So many dead people. So many dead people, yeah. You know, yeah, so it's like, like so many dead people. So I have no idea how these stories started because like there's like every time I would ever look up the school because I'd be like, well, is it really haunted? There would just be like, you know, groups of teenagers breaking in and like videos of them freaking themselves out. But like there's no place as to where these stories started. 
It's probably just a kid who had a grudge as somebody and started a rumor. Yeah, and rumor just they didn't like the principal or the janitor yeah. was mean to them while they went there, like that kind of deal. It's still funny though, but like if if let's say you know hypothetically that there were any basis to <laughs> if we go outside the bucket, the, yeah, we're, we're we're completely outside of our bucket right now. Um, children would be terrible fuel for a burnt of like a boiler right there's not enough fat and oil exactly like they don't they wouldn't burn that long it seems you that seems fat just janitor pointless. in the boiler exactly exactly also but you know it's really hard not to love a good cannibal story even though you know exactly like cannibalism very wrong we're not condoning cannibalism whatsoever no, no no but like but it's you fun. know it's fun to it's be like, fun. ooh, the principal ate the little children. I mean, it's Hansel yeah. and Gretel. Like, it's Hansel and Gretel, but in a fucking school. And instead of a witch, it's a principal, which, I mean, depending on your principal. I didn't have any terrible principals. Not that I thought that would eat anybody. Maybe like a Trunchbull character from Matilda. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. 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 I think I would rather be eaten than put into the chokey, let's be honest here. I'm I'm well, slightly depends. claustrophobic, am I, so I was say, am I alive when you start eating me? Okay, yeah, like there, there's like, a lot. Do like, you we have to really like think you about kill this. me first? That's fine, but like you're alive when you get put in the jokey. Exactly, exactly. I would rather just die first and then be eaten. Let's be honest here. After I'm dead, fuck, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that is not an open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell Nathan. I'm just gonna point that out. This is not a Hey, <laughs> he said. <laughs> no, the, the only thing that's happening to my body after I die is being put into the ground. I do not want to be. I don't want to be burned. I don't want to be anything like that. You could donate me to science. Whatever's left over, stick me in a box, put me in the ground, let me be with the earth. Like, wow. See, I have a very intricate plans for after I die, but like oh yeah no like uh, people are like oh yeah i just want to be cremated i was like nah i do not have a smoking hot body in life i do not get a smoking hot body in death well no like so okay a little off track i want my head removed oh yeah and i want i want the flesh taken all off my skull and then i want my skull to be used in a production of hamlet that is epic i I mean i spent i spent eight years working in theater (laughs) <laughs> all right i am of the firm belief that i don't care how new the theater is it's haunted let me be that theater host <laughs> let, me, let me just live my life as a theater ghost okay and then but at the same time like i would love a viking funeral like put me in a boat like my bit like my bitch ass on fire watch me sink but like do we do that before or after the head is removed Okay, well, thing is, is if you ha- if you have to take your head off first because no one is going. I love you, but no one is going to search for your dead head somewhere in the water <laughs> after you sink. Like, that's and not. I would just say, I would. Oh my god, I could be a lake ghost and a theater ghost. Oh my god, yeah, split your shit up. Exactly. But I would also like to be one of those people who get buried and they plant a tree where I'm buried, so this way, one, my grave can never be disturbed, and two, like it's a tree. Like I'm a tree. I'm giving back. In my death, I'm giving back. Yeah. It's just, I just, I don't want, like, I want to be donated to science, you know, figure out what the heck's going on up up here, you know, whatever, you know, let people learn. And then stick my shit on the ground. If if there's any of me that science can use, they can have it. But like, I've already (laughs) run this bitch into the ground. (laughs) I'm 29 and I've expired. (laughs) (laughs) I 
am past my warranty date. <laughs> they're gonna be. That's what they're gonna want me for science for is to be like, how did how did they survive this long? <laughs> Okay. About cannibal cannibal principles. Yeah, so that's that's school four. It's not a good it's just it's a cool building to drive by. Like it's so fun to look at. I remember when I first moved to Jacksonville because I have that weird history, like the weird Florida book. It is in the mail to you, by the way. Sweet, nice. (laughs) Uh uh, so it's one of those things like I saw in the Florida book. So when I moved to Jacksonville for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It's it's a very interesting building. Look at it, of course, you know, it's covered in graffiti and uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was it's called School Four because it was the fourth school built in Jacksonville. Like, it's a really cool building. Oh yeah, it's, and I'm sure it's like the, the 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 rich history and everything about stuff. Like I, that's my favorite part about going places and doing different things is learning the history of how things started and and the dark history behind it. You know. And, you oh know, yeah, because there's there's always the, dark history. There's or, never good history. Yeah, like the, there's you know slavery and and poverty and and all those different things are just it's in order hard. for a place to become historical bad shit people had to die wars yeah. had to be fought like and it that's it's why history how- history is depressing but it's so cool <laughs> like yeah. it it really shows you the reach of um the bounds of morality to be honest it's really interesting okay so my final story is a true crime story yeah and this we're going to end our first episode with a beautiful true crime story because so, I, you told me a little bit, and I was like, "Save it for the podcast," because I want you to tell me. Okay, so it's 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 a hot one. All right, so I, it was in August sixth, two thousand four. Okay. So two thousand four, I was like middle school age. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember how old I'm. I was because I'm bad at math. That's not the point. Well, I I, remember I started high school in two thousand and eight. So yeah, that would be about middle school, like middle school, eleven, twelve. Yeah, sounds about right. So I remember hearing this on the news the next morning um, that there was this mass murder that happened like three streets away from me. And it's nightmarish, but also I'd be like, I want to drive by. I, I, I literally was trying to ride my bike over there to see. Like, oh my God. See, I wouldn't do that. I'd be, I was like, like, I'd be like, mom, drive me, drive me past the murder house. Cause like my, my dad's also a sheriff's officer for Volusia County, not in our district or anything like that. But cause Volusia County's giant, but he, you know, had privy information to tell everybody. But now that it is all out in the open, I can just talk about it. So in August 6, 2004, six bodies were found in a house about three or four streets away from me. Um, they were completely just beaten to death with a baseball bat. Oh, shit. Stabbed after being beaten. Holy. Uh, and the whole reason for this grotesque, just merciless. I swear to God, if you say fucking drugs. An Xbox. Now that wasn't the entire reason for the murder. There are some. There is a little bit of background to it. So um, I'm going to go ahead and let. Uh, Wait, talk no, about- no, no, no. Back then, it wasn't even. It wasn't even the Xbox 360. So like, we're talking like 
old school OG Xbox. Xbox, yeah. No, ain't worth it. So um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about our victims real quick. Um, So two of the six victims were identified as Aaron Bellinger, who was 22, and her boyfriend was Francisco A.O. Roma, who was 30. Uh, Aaron Bellinger was the the granddaughter of the owners of this house. The owners of the house, um, the house was empty, and they were pretty much squatting in this house. And so Aaron um, had let one of the murderers stay in the house. There was more than one murderer. Well, there had to be, I guess, if there were six fucking there people was killed. Four, four. Holy shit! Wait, four people murdered six people over a fucking Xbox. Yeah, you can't we're still, even. Was a little bit of revenge in there? Two of them were officially charged. Two were just like a comp- like accomplices to the crime, but two were officially charged with murder. Um, but Aaron was letting uh, Troy Victoria, Victor, Victorino and Robert Cannon stay in the house as like squatting, you know, and stuff like that. And they had this big fight. There was, you know, issues between friends, I guess. And Aaron had eventually kicked him out. So there was a party going on one night and Troy, Robert, um, Troy Victor, uh, Victorino was 27 at the time. Robert Cannon was 18, along with two other people, Jerome Hunter and Michael Salas, who are both also 18, go to the house and find Aaron and her boyfriend, Francisco, and f- uh, four other men and two other women. So yeah, so that's six. So four men and two women all together. Okay. Uh, the other women were uh, Michelle and Nathan, Anthony Vega, who was 24, Roberto Tito Gonzalez, who was 28, and Jonathan Gleason, who was 18, who had just moved to Deltona from New York. They were all having this party, and Troy comes in, and he wants all of his stuff back, his Xbox, his clothes, and just kind of really wanted revenge on Aaron for kicking him out of this house. And so... Fucking three 18-year-old cronies. What a fucking... Yeah, so he just goes ham and just takes a baseball bat and starts just beating the living shit out of everybody like jesus bodies blood everywhere like and it was all over a little bit of revenge for kicking him out of the house and just but his xbox and his clothes and everything like that he wanted he just wanted it back and so it was this like big horrific thing then the worst part about all of it because there's nothing worse than a loss of life, especially over something stupid like an OG Xbox. So stupid. So stupid. Uh, the four men ended up killing the dog, too. <gasps> yeah. Never kill the dog. Kill the dog. They killed the dog, too. God, I should have doesthedogdie.com before we did this. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming, was it a big dog? Was it, like, trying to protect? I don't, I, I don't think so for my research i don't think not it was that like a, a fucking chihuahua is ambitious but like to be honest here i think it was more of like a like a fufu kind of dog if i remember Aww. correctly but still like don't but the, kill I mean, the dog I mean, yeah i was about to be like you could well but i also wouldn't have want the dog to like stay in the house with the six dead people like yeah and but the thing was is it let took, the dog out let yeah. the dog outside just, just go but yeah I mean, no they don't kill six people but like <laughs> So let's start off. Don't kill six people, but also so don't let the dog, the dog outside. Yeah. Like let the dog yeah. outside. But yeah, so um, so Aaron, Francisco, Michelle, Anthony, and Jonathan and Roberto 
were all murdered. Jesus. And this just beaten to death. And after being beaten, they were stabbed. No, I so like I would have kicked out his fucking ass too. Yeah. Clearly he has fucking anger issues. Yeah. So let me, let me, I have this stuff pull up here. It's called the Daltona Massacre, Massacre or the Xbox Murders. Um, there's a lot more details. There's a lot more kind of, you know, in-depth things that go with it. But I just remember when I was young, like I was like, there was, I was a big, it rocked Daltona. Oh, I can imagine. Happens. Nothing ever happens in yeah. Daltona. Right? I mean, like, I've been I've been to Deltona to like stay with you and your family, and it's like yeah. small as shit. Like, it's so you literally blink and you drive through it. So the thing about Deltona is it's actually the largest city in Volusia County, but there's nothing in it. It's yeah. just houses. I was gonna say like, we had to go to another city to go out to dinner there, when yeah, I like, came to visit. Like, yeah. so the thing about Deltona is that there's nothing in it except houses. Like, I remember I was in high school when we got a Walmart, and that was the the biggest thing that rocked Deltona was because now at midnight, the high school kids had someplace to hang out that wasn't Orange City. So I remember that distinctly. We, but we, yeah, would, so hang like, out at the, we would hang out in the Walmart in Pensacola. Yeah, it's, that's how you know you, were, you, you grew up in a redneck place is how you hung out at the Walmart. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like it was this big newsworthy thing and it, it got national coverage. And of course, I, you know, feel like I, I feel like I vaguely remember like the, the name, the Xbox murder, but I hadn't, I don't think I like. Because it, it, it's one of those things like it, it was happened so long ago and it's not one of those like. 18 years. Yeah. 18 years it's one of those things like it, it's not readily brought up it's not one of those murders you know that is readily talked about not that you know people talk about murders all the time it's not really exactly thing, yeah but it's not one that's i have yet to hear about it on any of my murder podcasts that you know i constantly listen to yeah and and shout out to all of our murder podcasts um, oh yeah you guys keep me entertained because yeah. up until like two months ago i lived alone for so, over a year and a half so, <laughs> so you guys were my friends so if 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 any of uh, this it's an interesting one to definitely look into just because it it has Maybe so at some many... point we'll do like deep dives in the like yeah. stuff and that one i would love to know more about like not obviously obviously because like it's it's shitty but like yeah it's so unknown but so well known like yeah, it's like because it like they were all friends and they all knew each other and um like one was a that'd be like student. you coming and murdering me over not giving you back the weird Florida book. Yeah, exactly. Like it was just it's like, <laughs> it, was, it was pointless and dumb and I I just it it was something that I thoroughly remember uh like because it happened so close to my house like it was just like and my like I know like my people couldn't talk about all the things that were happening and. And all this stuff but it definitely showcased how absolutely insane deltona is yeah. just in general but Florida oh i mean i'm pretty sure deltona was where i stopped one time on my way to orlando and i decided never again because like there are no rest stops on fucking i-4 no, once you get off not. 95 and i really had to pee and it's so literally I, was, oh, daytona? Nice, I was like and there's a nice the station I was like, there's a nice gas station. Let me stop. And so I got off and there were literally people doing donuts in front of the gas station and I couldn't get to through it. And I was just like, never fucking right. again. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because when you're driving from Daytona on, on I-4, from Daytona to DeLand, the first exit right after you're just on that giant stretch of road where there's nothing, nothing. Is, is New Samarna and Casadega. Yeah. 
Exactly. And that's the, it's one of the few places you'll see that Casadega is because it's right there. Bring it back to my crow story. We're, yeah. Bringing it around. Bringing it around. Bringing it all around. So that is our intro. Our little weird stories from Florida that we yeah. have personally had a little bit of stuff to do with. Yeah, that's our and that's our first episode of our podcast. Hopefully that wasn't too terrible. <laughs> all right. I think we did okay. Um so our next <laughs> a little episode, bit of warm up into it, but exactly. it takes it takes a minute. This is our first mostly time. me. But yeah. Um so our next episode, head nods are not audible. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, head nods are not audible. They can I was like, head nod, head nod, head nod. <laughs> our next um podcast, our next episode is going to cover different historical places of our own personal choosing. Yes. Um, which we have already chosen. So have already chosen, and I will finish doing research on um, before you go on your little cruise for your yes, birthday. Cruise for my birthday. Um which was yesterday as of recording, not as of posting, but yes. <laughs> You will be on your cruise as of posting. I will be on my cruise as of posting. I will still try to figure out a way to promote all of this on my cruise. I will have my Wi-Fi. If I need to do it, I guess I can make the sacrifice (laughs) and actually get on social media and like do more than scroll. So, but I hope you guys enjoyed um, History Bucket, the podcast, the very first episode. um, Comes back. One. Episode number one. Come back next time to see what we pull out of the bucket. <laughs> what crazy shit we pull out of the bucket? What whether it be whether it be whether it be crows being a sign of a good day or a bad day, or cats coming out of caskets, <laughs> or cannibalistic principles. Apparently, apparently, don't, don't kill anybody over a fucking Xbox. Yeah, let's just especially not, not a Gen one. Yeah. Just, just. I mean, and not, and neither a, ser- a, a Series X either. Like, don't PS Five. Not don't worth it. it. It's not no. worth it because you can't play it in jail. Yeah, it's true. There's, there's no winning there. Yeah. Yeah. So, we will see you guys on the next one. Bye, Bucketheads. Bye.